Good morning, everyone. Today is an exciting day. I am pleased to join my colleagues, the Minister of Children's Services, Mickey Amory, and the Minister of Technology and Innovation, Nate Glubish, to announce that $600 in total affordability payments are coming to Albertans this month to help keep Alberta affordable. Record inflation and rising costs are impacting the lives of Albertans, especially our families and our seniors. That's why we're taking action and why we're here today. Parents are buying less food, less nutritious food, and they're struggling to keep their children in the activities they need and love. Seniors are choosing between paying their utility bills and getting their prescriptions refilled. And Albertans on core support programs are stretching their already limited budgets to make ends meet. Our government committed to help Albertans face this affordability crisis, both through significant broad-based relief and now through $600 in targeted support to help those who need it most. While my colleagues will provide more details in a few moments, I'm pleased to announce that eligible Albertans will be able to apply for and receive affordability payments by the end of this month, January. I'm pleased to share that starting January 31st, anyone currently receiving regular monthly benefits through Alberta Core Support Programs will automatically receive their first $100 payment. This is great news for the more than 300,000 vulnerable Albertans who will receive their payments automatically with no application necessary. This means that anyone receiving Assured Income for the Severely Handicapped, or ACE, Income Support, the Alberta Seniors Benefit, or services through the Persons with Developmental Disabilities, or PDD, program, will receive their first $100 payment during the last week of January automatically, with no application necessary, and with continued automatic monthly payments thereafter. All other eligible seniors 65 and up and parents with children under 18 can apply for their payments through an easy two-step process. First, they can register for a verified account or confirm they have a verified account today by going to alberta.ca slash affordable. Second, on or after January 18th, they can return to alberta.ca slash affordable to apply for their affordability payments. Online is the quickest and easiest way to sign up, but we will also have other options available for those who need them. Starting January 18th, the same day as the portal opens, Albertans will be able to apply in person with any registry agent in the province or through Alberta Supports, which has 50 offices across Alberta and offers services in over 100 languages. Call-in and online support tools will also be available for those who need extra help. We've been working hard to set up a system that is accessible, fast, and safe for the millions of Albertans that will benefit from these needed affordability payments. Our secure application process not only helps to ensure that these payments will go to the intended recipients, it also is enabling our government to deliver affordability payments months faster than what would be possible through the CRA or other approaches. Millions of payments will be delivered to Albertans and their families across our province over the coming months. With any program of this scale, we can expect that there will be a few bumps along the way. Our commitment to Albertans is that we will deliver these, these payments in a safe, fast, and effective way, and that we will act quickly to adapt and respond as needed in the months ahead. These monthly affordability payments will provide real relief to those who need it most and are in addition to the significant broad-based relief already being provided to Albertans. This includes up to $500 in electricity rebates, hundreds of dollars in estimated fuel tax relief, 6% increases to core support programs, natural gas and electricity price protection, and personal income tax changes that will help keep more money in the pockets of individuals and families. We will continue to work to keep Alberta affordable and help Albertans save for what really matters.
I will now pass it over to Minister Amory to provide more details on the targeted support payments which are arriving soon. Thank you very much. Hello everyone and good morning. I am very pleased to be standing and joining my colleagues here and sharing this great news for Albertans today. As you've just heard, our affordability plan is bringing $600 over six months to families, seniors and vulnerable Albertans to create a little stability during a very challenging time. We know that many of you have been eagerly waiting for more information about how these payments will start flowing. For many seniors and vulnerable Albertans, these payments will be automatic and will begin arriving in just a few short weeks. That means if you receive AISH, PDD services, the Alberta Seniors Benefit or Income Support, you don't need to sign up or fill out any extra paperwork. You should receive your first payment later this month. And don't worry, these targeted affordability payments will be considered exempt income, meaning they won't affect any other benefit you are already receiving. We know that seniors and Albertans living with disabilities need help, and we are proud to provide support that is timely and accessible. If you're over 65 with an income less than 180000 but you're not receiving the Alberta Seniors Benefit, you'll need to apply to receive your payments. Parents with children under 18 will also need to apply. In a few moments, Minister Glubish will describe how the application process is going to work for those who won't be receiving automatic payments. But before he does, I have the privilege of telling you all more about the $500 million in direct financial support dedicated to helping families and kids get through this inflationary storm. As we previously announced, eligible families with children under the age of 18 can apply to receive six monthly payments of $100 for a total of $600 per child to help cushion the impact of inflation. This means that hundreds of thousands of Alberta children will receive support via direct payments to parents. This financial support will be available to parents caring for kids under 18 years old with a household income of less than $180,000 per year. We want to support as many children as possible, so we made sure that foster and kinship caregivers are also eligible to receive this money for the kids they are caring for on behalf of Children's Services. For foster and kinship caregivers, no application is necessary, and payments will be delivered directly to them. This has been such a tough time for families and caregivers, lying awake at night, wondering how to deal with their bills, wondering what they'll have to go without this month. We know that parents are forced to make choices that they should not have to make, and we want to help. Thanks to our strong fiscal position in this province, we are doing everything we can to ease some of the burden for Alberta families. As a parent, I understand how perspective kids are, perceptive kids are. They can see the worry on their parents' faces and hear it in their parents' voices when they try to make ends meet. We hope kids won't have to overhear those tough conversations about what might be cut in their households. Things like school activities that give children so much joy while supporting their overall health and well-being. My hope is that these targeted affordability payments will benefit kids by reducing pressures on their parents and caregivers and allow kids to just be kids. After everything children have lost and sacrificed during the pandemic, we refuse to allow them 
to pay the price of inflation as well. I'm confident that these direct support payments, together with our government's other affordability measures, will make a meaningful difference for kids, families, and our most vulnerable across this province. This year, we want to see more families focus on what matters most, spending time with each other. Thank you very much. I'm willing to invite Minister Glubish to come up here and answer a few questions about the delivery of the program. Well, thank you, Minister Amory, and uh, thank everyone for your time today. Um, it's my pleasure to be here today as we share more details about the Affordability Action Plan and targeted cost of living supports for families, seniors, and vulnerable Albertans. Alberta's $2.8 billion Affordability Action Plan is a major focus of this government. In fact, it is the largest initiative of its kind in Canada. And as a part of this plan, we are working to implement one of the biggest and most complex financial benefit programs in Alberta's history. Delivering $600 in payments over six months to millions of Albertans to ease the pressure on household budgets caused by runaway inflation. And it is important that we get it right. And that is why we have taken a cross-government approach to delivering these affordability benefits. As Minister of Technology and Innovation, I am proud to support this initiative through the development of an online portal. As Minister Jones pointed out, beginning January 18th, Families and seniors with household incomes below $180,000 can apply directly through this portal to receive benefits. Albertans who already receive the Alberta Seniors Benefit, AISH, Income Support, or services through the PDD program are automatically enrolled to receive their payments. We designed this portal with personal privacy and security in mind, and Albertans can rest assured the application process is fast, effective, and accessible. We also put mechanisms in place to determine eligibility before individuals apply, ensuring that everyone who qualifies for payments will receive the correct amount in a timely manner. As we explored options for the portal and payment delivery, we considered the Canada Revenue Agency's financial systems. However, if we were to use the CRA financial systems, payments to eligible Albertans would be delayed until at least April, if not longer. And this is simply unacceptable. We heard loud and clear that Albertans need help now, and so that is why we've taken this approach. Although the portal opens on January 18th, I encourage everyone who is eligible to sign up for a confidential verified account ahead of time. A verified account is free to set up, and it lets you prove who you are online without paper documents or face-to-face -face visits. All you need to complete this step is the information from your current valid Alberta driver's license or Alberta ID card. More than 2 million verified accounts have already been created, with 1 million of those actively in use. Over 1 million of those actively in use. Albertans use their verified account to access government services, such as renewing driver's licenses, checking health records, or even paying traffic fines. This is a good time to check and see if you already have a verified account by going to account.alberta.ca. If you already have one, check to see if your account information is up to date. It only takes a minute or two. It is also a good time to brush up on basic cybersecurity principles. The email account that you use to create a verified account should have a strong password and use two-factor authentication if available. More great tips on how to protect your personal information online can be found at alberta.ca and entering cybersecurity in the search field. The information you provide in this portal is protected using both authentication and data encryption, ensuring that the account is safe, secure, and private. 
Once you have a verified account, the next step is to simply apply online at the portal for your payments. Once the portal opens, log in using your verified account. You will be asked a series of questions to verify eligibility as well as for your banking information so these payments can be deposited directly into your bank account. We understand that not all Albertans have access to computers and others may not be comfortable navigating online systems. So, in addition to our online portal, Albertans will be able to apply for benefits in person at any Alberta Registry office. We are also offering online and call-in supports for anyone who needs a little extra help. We have answers to all of your questions posted online at alberta.ca slash affordable. And at any point, you may call the Affordability Action Plan Information Line at one 844 644 9955. I have every confidence in the systems that we have set up for Albertans to apply for and to receive affordability benefits. With so many families, children, and vulnerable Albertans feeling the pinch of inflation, our online portal is the right approach to ensuring people in our province get the help that they need and that they get it quickly. The process is quick and easy, safe and secure, and will ensure a timely delivery of this program. Once again, I urge everyone who is eligible for benefits and who doesn't already have a verified account at alberta.ca to sign up in advance so that they are ready to apply for benefits starting on January 18th. These benefits will ease the pressure of inflation so individuals and families can focus on what matters most. Thank you very much. I'll now turn it over to Andrea Farmer to handle any questions. Thank you, Minister. Um, now we'll open the floor to some questions. A friendly reminder that we're sticking with one question, one follow-up, and we're going to start in the room before going to the phone line. So with that, turn it over to the first question. Minister Blubish, can I ask you about your statement that it would take, with CRA, it would take until April? Didn't BC just roll out affordability payments using CRA? So there are more than one way to integrate with CRA. So, for example, our, uh, our verified accounts currently allow you to integrate with CRA in order to access your tax information, for example, um, which is a very convenient way for folks if you don't already have uh, your Government of Canada online login for CRA. You could use your Alberta verified account to log in to see your tax information. But in order to access the tax records um, to integrate for an automatic uh eligibility uh, determination, it, it, the, the amount of time it would take would push us back months, and that's simply unacceptable. So how did BC overcome that? Did you talk to them? Oh, we have been uh, looking at other jurisdictions, yes. I don't have that uh, with me right now, but happy to get back to you. Minister, you said that this would be a, a quick and easy process for people to sign up, but we saw with the COVID emergency isolation payments, it was not a quick and easy or seamless process for Albertans. It was, for a lot of people, very frustrating. They couldn't get an account made. It took weeks to get an account verified with their address and go through all the processes, not to mention the website crashing. What extra resources have you put into this website portal so that that sort of thing doesn't happen again? Yeah, uh, good question. So a couple things that are different from then and now. During COVID, there was a lot of programs required to be launched in a very short period of time uh, with, um, without the ability to, to, to uh, let, me, let me rephrase that. The, the, we had to put forward uh, a lot of programs in a very short period of time. The, the good news now is that we have been working for the last two months 
on developing this portal. Instead of launching something overnight, we, are, we have taken the time to, to do the due diligence uh, to develop a safe and secure uh, system that is scalable, that can handle millions of users logging on uh, at one time. Um, that was not the case before. It is the case now. And uh, I am confident that we have the best folks on the job. Uh, and uh, they've been working hard uh, since November to get this up and running. And I'm confident this is going to be a, a much uh, more convenient system to use. And it's going to deliver a good user experience. And can you clarify, because Premier said on the weekend it would be based on 2022 incomes, um, but we're seeing that this is, the government is going to use CRA 2021 tax data to verify. Is that the verification process after the fact? Is this essentially the honor system? I go in and apply, I have 12 kids, yeah. uh, here's my income for 2022, I guess. And then months down the line, there's a selective auditing of a few accounts to make sure that they were actually eligible, or how's that going to work? So uh, the, the eligibility is determined based on 2021 tax data. The reason that's important is that that tax data is complete. It already exists. And we can directly integrate into CRA systems uh, to verify that and to audit that. Uh, if we were to use 2022 tax data, that information wouldn't be final uh, well into 2023, the, the latter half of 2023. And so for, for the ability uh, to be able to audit and ensure that folks uh, who really do need these supports are the ones who are receiving them, that is why we've elected to go with the 2021 tax rate data. I have a question for, I think, I think Minister Jones, but if you want to jump in, go ahead. Can you explain how the payments for families will work in the case where the parents are separated or divorced? Yeah, ex excellent question. In, in situations where there is shared custody of a child, both parents will need to apply, and then uh, both parents will split the payment uh, for $50 per month for six months. Okay. Um, and I have a question maybe for Dr. Uh, Mr. Glubish. If you want to answer in French, I'd be very, very happy. Um, I'll, I'll ask actually um, um, Lisa's question again on resources. Est-ce que vous pouvez expliquer quelles ressources additionnelles vous avez mis en place pour le portail pour qu'il n'y ait pas les difficultés qu'on a eues pendant... Euh, le programme de la pandémie ouais. de COVID-19. Alors, je vais essayer, euh, mais je, je demande un peu de grâce euh, avec euh, un français. Euh, nous, connaît, nous connaissons que c'est très important pour cette euh, online portal à fonctionner euh, à le départ de, de, euh, sur, sur janvier 18. Alors, nous avons euh, pris les derniers deux mois à travailler avec euh, les plus brillants euh, euh, gens qui travaillent à la gouvernement pour développer euh, un, un système technologique pour euh, faciliter euh, euh, la, les applications et euh, la détermination de l'éligibilité euh, de les gens, euh, de les Albertains et les Albertaines euh, pour ces programmes. Et je suis confident que euh, le système que les Albertains vont euh, euh, accéder euh, sur janvier 18 sera euh, très robuste et euh, euh, va déli euh, <coughs> délivrer une expérience euh, euh, professionnelle. Merci beaucoup. Merci. Uh, Arthur Green, Western Standard. Just uh, questions for uh, Minister Jones. Um, how did we determine that $600 over, like the $600 over these six months, 
was adequate. Like $100 don't really go that far in today's world. Uh, how did you guys determine that it was $100 a month and not like 250 a month or $200? Uh, we looked at the estimated uh, incremental burden that inflation is placing on families on a per-child basis, and it's around $90 per month. Um, and so uh, that is how we determine the $100 per month amount. Um, do you expect this to really change lives in Alberta? Like, it's, it doesn't seem like a lot of money to me. I know $100 lasts a second. When you're out doing something, like, do you think it's going to change lives? I hope so. Uh, certainly the intent is to, to provide children and families which is, with as much flexibility and normalcy as possible. It's important to note that this is just one component of our affordability action plan. We are providing $500 per household, uh, up to $500 per household in electricity rebates. We're providing fuel tax relief, which just for, as an example for a, a family driving a minivan, that could be $400 uh, over about uh, eight, 12 months. Um, we're also providing uh, natural gas rebates and electricity price protection. We've lowered income tax. Uh, essentially, this is one component to our affordability action plan, a very large component for families, but there's a lot more also going out to support families. Um, just jumping for one more follow-up. Um, you talked about the electricity rebates. How does this help people who are renting, who, like, they won't see it reflected in the rent if their landlord pays their their utility bill, and then the landlord gets this money for the electricity rebate, it essentially leaves tenants in the dark because they're not getting anything from this. Landlords and tenants have a variety of different arrangements for utilities. For some, it's a pass-through, in which case they would uh, tenants would benefit uh, from the electricity rebate. In some cases, they're paying a fixed rate, in which case they, are, may, they may not be experiencing the challenges of uh, uh, increasing in record electricity rates. Uh, we made sure that our electricity rebates were as broad as possible. They're going to 1.9 million homes, farms, and small businesses. And again, that is just one component of our affordability action plan. They would also be eligible for fuel tax relief, uh, natural gas price protection, and other affordability supports. Also, just to clarify Arthur's question, did, are you, you had suggested when Bill 2 came out that there might be a way for people who, who pay sub-metered companies for their electricity, they might be able to apply for the electricity rebate and be eligible. Can they apply through this portal, or is that off the table now? No, we are exploring a way to get electricity rebates to sub-metered unit uh, owners uh, or renters, and um, uh, we will have more details uh, when we figure out the best way to do that. It is, it is uh, technically challenging to do that because we don't, uh, we don't have all the information on uh, units behind the sub-meter, um, but we, it is our desire to get electricity rebates to those uh, Albertans. Uh, you had been tasked at some point by the Premier with looking at auto insurance rates. So tell me about what options you're looking at in that regard, and how much of a budget do you have to play with when it comes to auto insurance relief? We share Albertans' concerns about the, uh, the escalation in insurance rates, and we are meeting with industry, uh, continuing to meet with industry and within government on potential solutions. And uh, uh, that is occurring over the coming weeks, and when we have more information on auto insurance, we will share it with you. doesn't really answer my question, though. I mean, surely there's a, a list of things that you would consider and some things that are off the table. Uh, we're looking at all options for making insurance more affordable, both in the immediate and long term. And once we uh, determine the, the best path forward, we'll share details on that. When you say all options, is the cap on the table? All options are on the table. And um, one of the things the Premier has said on her radio show over the weekend is that for maybe people who aren't struggling but still qualify, 
by not having an automatic payment, they can not apply. Is that something you'd encourage if people are in okay shape to just not apply? I have full confidence that Albertans who don't need supports but are, but are eligible will do what, they always, what they've always always done. They're going to help their friends, their family. They're going to donate to charitable organizations, or they just won't take the payments. Um, so that's uh, that's really up to them, but uh, full confidence in Albertans to do the right thing. Okay. And auto insurance and sub metering, are there other relief measures for people who don't qualify that you're working on? Refresh my memory on what you're working on. Yes, we are looking across government at ways of making life more affordable. <coughs> Uh, and uh, we'll be sharing details on those as well in the coming weeks. Thank you. We'll now move to uh, questions on the phone. So, operator, if you could please put through the first caller. Bill Fortier, CTV News. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm not sure who, who's best to answer this question. I'm wondering if you can tell us, give us the total cost of this program, tell us exactly how many Albertans are eligible, that, that information must exist, and also where the money's coming from. Um, the total cost, are you referring specifically to the affordability payments? Correct. Um, that's around, it's, it's, it's around $900 million, and it will impact around 2.5 million Albertans. Bill, did you have a follow-up? And what, sorry, the, the, the other, I do, but the other part of that question was where's the money coming from? What, what budget area is it coming from? Uh, we've allocated uh, $2.8 billion for affordability relief. Uh, General revenue. All right, thank you. That concludes the formal por portion of today's event. Uh, thanks, everyone, for coming. If you have any additional questions. Yeah, sorry, oh, sorry. Do you have a deadline for this auto insurance? I mean, you're the guy that's got to make a decision here. You've got to drive the shift here. So what have you, what's your timeline? My when timeline. When Albertans expect some kind of answer from you on what you're going to do yeah, as you can see, we, we've just rolled out the largest affordability package in, in Canada in a very short period of time, including a portal to get hundreds of millions of dollars of direct payments to Albertans. We're looking at everything, including uh, uh, post-secondary and insurance, and we're going to get affordability relief to Albertans as, as we're able to. So I'm working, with, I'm working with my colleague, the Minister of Finance, uh, and, and Treasury Board, and the Premier, and we're also working with industry, because ultimately... All of, all of these different departments and, and, and industry will be involved in, in, in rolling out whatever solution. Uh, I think you'd agree, though, that there's no sense of urgency here, That You haven't given a deadline. You haven't given a date. I mean, we're all just chatting here. I mean, we're here to... Albertans would like, I think, to know... I mean, if you're serious about this, you would have, okay, Alberta, by May, we're going to know. We're going to have some options for you on the table. By April, we're going to have some options here. But you don't. You don't even have a timeline. Albertans can see that we're very serious about affordability. They're, they, they're paying the lowest fuel prices in Canada. They're receiving the largest direct assistance in Canada. They're receiving the largest electricity rebates in Canada. That's all happening. So Albertans can see, they can feel that we that affordability is top of mind and that we're going to continue to respond to this, this inflation and affordability crisis. And we will have more to say on insurance and post-secondary in the coming weeks. What are you considering? Thanks, everyone. That's all the time we have today. Lowering tuition fees? Uh, again, we're exploring all options to make post-secondary life more affordable for Albertans, and we'll be uh, rolling out additional uh, details in the coming weeks. So before the budget. At the budget. At the budget. <laughs> A few more weeks. That's, uh... Thank you, everyone. <laughs> if, you, if you guys have any follow-up, you know how to reach our office. And